everyone and welcome to Tom Sawyer Tuesday, January 19th, 2017. Have you ever wondered what that feeling is that urges us to take action but is so often disrupted by fear and anxiety? Have you ever considered mastering it or even wondered what could be possible if we did? This week, I would like to tell you a story about how talking with a stranger on a train three years ago has led to an opportunity to consult with billionaires poolside in Palm Springs about how to grow my business and hopefully bring the walk and talk message worldwide. While the B word may have your head spinning as it did mine, let's not lose track of the deeply meaningful message contained within this true tale that begs to be examined. It all started one dark, ominous night at Union Station in Chicago. I was holding two 100-pound suitcases, that's right, 100 pounds each, my guitar, and my hand-stitched backpack that took me three years to make in college. If you've ever boarded a train in Union Station, you'd recall the soot and sound of the gritty tracks that reek of a period in time that most of us do not remember. I felt like a modern Woody Guthrie ready to climb up into a boxcar, when in reality I was an artisan heading to his first out-of-state fair with way too much merchandise. It was there alongside me that stood a smiling face with a straw hat. He said, You seem like an interesting person. I'd love to know your life story. If you'd like, I'll be sitting up in the front, and you're welcome to join me. That's a bit forward, I thought. On one hand, I did want to talk with him, but my better judgment told me to wait until the morning. Morning came, and the white noise of clanking carts and passing country pasture was nicely accented by the voices of a few Amish folks sitting in the booth across the aisle. I naturally said hello and told them of my working relationship with the Amish in the Midwest. It was then that I looked over and noticed not all the straw hats were Amish. Nestled in the booth behind them was that same smiling face from the night before. Hi, I'm Craig. It's so nice to meet you, he said. In an instant, we began a conversation that barely had enough brakes to stop at my station and, quite honestly, had enough speed that it could have continued straight into the heart of the Atlantic Ocean. We Skyped later that night and on into the future. He became a friend and a resource that I could truly call on, someone that understood the mad mystical journey that so definitely defined my life. Every once in a while we meet someone that willingly shares the keys to doors leading to life's windows of opportunity. Those doors were opened via Facebook when Craig decided that there were people I quote, needed to meet. I Facebook befriended about 30 or more of these folks, one of which was a keynote speaker. I've always aspired to write books and become a speaker, and so naturally, I was intrigued. Three years passed, and this keynote speaker kept popping up in my feed. I'd notice interesting self-made memes that he would post, one of which said, If you're in my rear view and would like to be in my inner circle, message me. I finally said, What the heck? Why not? It was in that moment that a West Coast number showed up on my phone. I picked up, and the window of opportunity opened. He was very brief, congratulating me on building a neat company, and made me an offer to come out west for a special conference. I couldn't possibly say no, and yes always leads to an adventure, so I said yes. A second window opened when he offered up another opportunity. I said yes again, and decided I would figure out a way. When I hung up the phone, I felt as if I had just been soaked by a giant wave of opportunity one that somehow came steaming from the Pacific Ocean via the light in that smiling man's eyes. When I was a kid, my father talked about Chicago being the gateway to the West. When people would ask why I live there alone, I'd usually tell them it's the gateway city. Sitting here tonight, I realize 
that there are gates everywhere in our lives. Rather than wonder about the ones we've missed, why not ask, what would it take to be present to our ability to say yes when fear tells us to say no? After all, fear seems to be opportunity's greatest disguise and the only thing standing between us and our freedom to live right now. Wish me luck, everyone, and see you next week. Yours truly, Nathan. Get lost to find yourself. And as always, thank you for listening.